This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yes, it is podcast time. Jerry Recco, even though he hosted a show today big timing us uh and he is uh he went home early well i mean he left at 10 bobby dwyer joins me oh hi bobby oh you gotta turn your mic on i think it's the other one Mm, oh this one yeah oh yeah there it is oh yeah oh yeah oh hi now you've filled in for me on the podcast yeah i usually fill in with jerry and in fact somebody we do a postcard segment on here that some people like some people hate uh, somebody had sent a postcard for you because you don't get postcards. Oh, that was very nice of them. And I read they don't it. Don't get postcards. Yeah, I read it on the day that I had Eddie in here. Oh, probably should have saved it. I didn't know you and I would be doing one of these. And here we are. Me, you, and Boomer. We're like the Yankee core four, but we're three. Have yeah. been with the show since day one. Day one. That's right. Right, because yeah. uh, Craig Carton is now out and Geo in. Lou Rufino. Lou Rufino was the Eddie Scazzeri. He was Imus' old board op. He only lasted a few months. Then he went with uh, Imus when Imus went to ABC. Uh, Jerry Recco was not our update guy. It was Chris Carlin. That's a good trivia question because people don't right. remember that. Yep. Yes, yeah, so it was me, you, and Boomer, the, the original. The original three. The original three. Yep, and we're still here. We're still here. And Boomer really... If the company wanted to get rid of us, Boomer would have to back us as an original three member. Yeah, he's we're foxhole guys. Foxhole now. guys. Absolutely. Now, you and I share a disgust for public restrooms. Yes. Uh, I tweeted out this morning a photograph from the WFAM bathroom. Somebody had left their toothbrush and toothpaste uh, in the bathroom. On a paper towel. On a on paper towel. And you told me when you walked in there, you got almost physically ill. From yes. From the thought of someone? The thought of it. Uh, I'm very weird as whereas I can brush my teeth. Yeah. Like, if I go on vacation, my wife has to scrub the bathroom. Like Really? Yeah. Not a hotel so much, because I, I guess I buy that day, but, like, if you're staying at, like, a beach house or something that, you know, is a home. So you, you have confidence in the hotel cleaning staff that they've used, like, some sort of... And I'll wipe the sink down, but yeah. yeah, I do. I have more, but if we stay in like a beach house or something, my wife has to go in gangbusters, and and it's gotten so bad to the point, like if we, we stayed at, in a Jersey Shore one time with her family, and we were sharing a bathroom, you know, it was, you can't have your own bathroom. Right. I, and this is not a joke, I brushed my teeth outside. <laughs> I couldn't brush my teeth, and I tried, like as the week went on, like I did at the beginning of the week, I would close my eyes and pretend I was home. 
and then bur- during the middle of the week, I like not almost like I threw up in the sink to the point where my wife's like, "What is wrong with you?" And I said, "Nothing. Just I'll be outside." And I go out to brush my teeth in the morning and at night. What part of the process is it that makes you ill? Like, is it leaving your toothbrush in there? Is it brushing? I think like, it's why? the air. Like, like that toothbrush in there. Like, I I couldn't the even imagine. Here. Yeah, I couldn't imagine bringing my toothbrush in. There. Like, if my toothbrush went in, like when people bring coffee in there. Yes. That just, I don't know. And I'm not a germaphobe by any. It's just the public bathroom. Like mm-hmm. the fact, I, something about the air. Like if I brought a drink in there, I would think that then the the, the top would be corroded with like a, like it sucked in all the germs. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it smells different in the bathroom, so the air has to be different. Right. You know. So yeah, that that grossed me out this morning. I think about that when I go into the a public bathroom and the smell is so bad that someone had just had a bowel movement. Yes. And I think. Just like you think it has it has to be attaching to your coffee. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, that's in my lungs now. That's attaching to you. You're right. Everything. How, like, how are we not really spreading more diseases via maybe we just are. smells? Yeah. Because you're, maybe <laughs> your nose is filtering. I mean, I don't know if this filter system works that well. The nose hairs? Yeah. I don't know. It's brutal. I, ha- I have a, like an issue too now with kids. Like I don't, I don't want to pass this along to them. But I go right. into a public bathroom with my kid, and I'm like, I'm a mess. Like, don't touch anything. Like, I'm a basket case. Yeah. You know? So it's, but I don't want. But he's inevitably going to have that same, because that's the only thing he knows. I don't know where I got it from. But. but, but, is he to the point now when he goes in? Do you ha- still have to tell him? Yeah, because he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Right. So care. he hasn't. Maybe he no, won't catch maybe on it with will. him. Yeah. He's kind of like, what, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, let, let me just put my hands on this urinal. Exactly. Who cares? Well, you know, we're home, but he just pulls his pants down in the yard. Like, you know, and he said to my daughter, that she's like, Chase, that's disgusting. Go inside. He goes, This is what I do when I'm outside. So, <laughs> pees outside? Yes. He just pees in the yard. Yes. Well, you live, I feel like, in the woods. Well, I don't live in the woods. He doesn't pee like it. There's a fence and a tree that, you know, it's not like yeah. he's peeing, showing the neighbor. We're in the backyard you know so yeah it's private but we actually when we went to see my grandmother one time i think i told you the story we were out she was eating lunch so we went out we had the baby my wife's breastfeeding so chase and i are wandering around the little park area and all of a sudden he goes daddy i gotta use i gotta go pee and he starts pulling his pants i'm like no 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 we're not home (laughs) there are people around we gotta go find a bathroom why so yeah right so he's like uh like he he sees the the dogs peeing just out in the open yeah and it's i wish that were acceptable that you could just pee it. Well, it would stink. Yeah, it would stink, but yeah, like you know, when you when your places where it's not acceptable, but it's it's okay, like right. it's not, it's overlooked. It smells. Like I will a, see it on the side of the road on highways. Like yeah. if you travel at off hours, yeah, like people are just like, I there's nothing I can do about this. I have to stop. I'm going to pee on the side of the highway. I've done that, and I'll 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 pop my hood. Oh. And then I'll have the hood up this way. No one's because if you just see a car and they're like, "What the hell's going on?" Oh, right, yeah, this poor guy. And then you can be like, "Yeah, I've been here, and I had to pee." You know, if you're getting right. well, otherwise they think you're just doing the car. But if that's they come, you can be like, "I've been here 20 minutes. My car broke down." And then you use the door that's facing the woods. Mm-hmm. You open that up and you use that as a wall. To yes, pee. it's very rare that I've had to do that though. But I have yeah. had, and I would pop the the hood of the. Speaking of of peeing, that's another thing with potty training. This yeah. is something. This is weird. I this is something I've sort of done later in life. When you pee on a toilet, do you stand in front of the toilet or do you stand over the toilet? I try to stand over the toilet. Yes, you, I didn't always do that. Yeah, I don't think. I think for me, as you get older, 
You yes. have to. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it just I I didn't realize. But like when I started doing it years back, and now like I'm teaching my son. He's not old, he's not big enough. Like he just got off the stool in front of the toilet. So now he can go up against the toilet, but he's not old enough, not big enough to hover over. It. Right. Like, but I've thought like I've never I I never did that until like I'd say mid twenties is when yeah. I was like, and then I did it. I'm like, I can't believe I. Why wouldn't you do this? It seems like that's how it's designed. To be used. Right, so that if you drip, you're not You're, you're not dripping, dripping all the over the floor in front of the toilet. I'm still amazed. That, think how many times you've peed in your life as you get older. And there are times sometimes that I'll go to the bathroom at my house and I'm hovering over the toilet and pee and still miss. Like, how is yeah, this It's a, such a big... Possible. Yeah. <laughs> my mother-in-law always says, that, you know, they. I don't know that they'll ever sell their house, but if they ever sell their house and build another house, she's putting a urinal in. Oh, I Which, would love that. I don't know why more. Like, she said it, and I'm like, wow, you know, you watch all these, like, rich people. Yes. Nobody has it. Why not? And she's, you know, she's not doing it, like, to be bougie. She's just like, I'm, I'm sick of cleaning up in front of the toilet. Right. It's disgusting. Like, why wouldn't you have a urinal? Just pee in the urinal. Pee in the urinal. In the house. Yeah. You'd have to get yourself some urinal cakes, of course. Yeah, well, they can be found. Keep it fresh. Yes. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about, Bob, are... Things, because you and I, I think both have this fear, uh, and your ride in is much further than mine. Mm-hmm. But I, I can sometimes picture my own demise as me hitting a deer doing seventy yep. and dying. Mm-hmm. So, and you see wild animals. Yep, I see a wolf. I track. And I wanted to talk also about things you've hit on your ride into work. Just this job. Just this job. I've hit a couple raccoons. You hit a raccoon. I hit a deer. You hit a deer. I hit a guardrail recently. (laughs) (laughs) Was there something that made you hit the guardrail? The snow was. That was during that snowstorm when I started fishtailing into a guardrail and my airbags went off. And then I drove (laughs) the car and got pulled over by a police officer (laughs) with airbags deployed. Like I was so mad. In the snow. In the snow. And he comes up to the car with... Both there, but the the passenger was still, like, open. The driver, I pushed down, and I was able to drive the car. I'm doing 30 miles an hour, and he came over to the car. Could you imagine the scene? <laughs> He's got the lights on. He's like, how's it going? And I, at that point, <laughs> I, he, luckily, he was a cool guy. Like, I yeah. wasn't, like, mean, but I was like, it's not going great. Did he? Th- well, so there was snow and ice on the ground, yeah, so he wouldn't think like, you were drunk driving. No, well, he asked. He said, "Where?" and he originally thought I was coming from, because I was going back home. I was trying to get my car back home. Right. So he thought I was coming from work. Like, I had said I was going to work, and then he said, uh, did you have anything to drink since you left work? I said, no, I didn't even get to work. I'm on the way there. He's like, oh. I said, I turned around, and then, yeah, so the airbags, <laughs> both deployed. I was only doing, like, 30 miles an hour, too. I don't know how they deployed, but you know, I was yeah. able to drive the car for a little while, but, yeah. So, yeah, and I've hit two raccoons. No, three raccoons, two with this car, one with the other car, and then I, I totaled the one with the uh, with the deer. So, But people have totaled their cars with raccoons also. It's a large animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I took the front end of my car, <laughs> and then I hit again, and it, like, did more damage. The same exact spot, front right end, bam. Just, And then the deer you hit, you were coming off a highway, right? And it was no, on a... the deer I hit, I was, it was uh, on a Taconic. There's three lanes. One, it, the shoulder was closed. So I was in the middle lane. A guy was in the right lane. The shoulder was closed coming up. He thought the lane was going to be closed. So he got over. So I got over. And as I was getting over, the deer came across. So all I saw it when it was in front of his, like I was passing him, doing 60, you know. And then all of a sudden, the deer head was right there. And luckily, I got him when he was going down. So my that I was doing 60. I hit a deer. My airbag did not deploy. 
And I got him like he was getting ready to jump over the guardrail, so his back legs went down, and I hit his butt, and totaled my car. Totaled. Mm-hmm. That was fun. What do you do the, like the minute you hit the deer, right? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like screech like? Well, yeah, this time I had to because I had the car right next to me, so I just slammed the brakes on. I didn't swerve. Luckily, because I would have hit the car next to me, I didn't swerve. And, again, my car was able to drive. It was smoking, so I pulled up. It was over a causeway. So I pulled up and then pulled over. And You get out to see the damage? Get out, looked at the damage. And, actually, that car, with how many miles I put on it, they probably would have fixed it if it was – because it wasn't that old, but it had so many miles on it. They said it just what you know wasn't And where it. was the deer after you hit him? Uh, he was still on the road. He was. Yeah, so the deer's in the road. Your, half. your car is smoking. Yeah, they, actually, the cops couldn't, because I didn't see the deer. I hit it and kept going. The cops couldn't believe that my car wasn't worse looking at the deer. Like I said, I remember, like, I caught him as he was going. Like, his hind legs were down. That's the only thing, because I had a small little car. And Do you still have the vision of that? Mm-hmm. Because if he, if he had started jumping, he would, my fear is that it will be through the wind, windshield and yeah. in your lap. And if they have the uh, the horns, the right. antlers, then what do you do? You're dead. You get one of those in your And in, I actually had a, a, now that I think about it, in my wife's neighborhood one time, in her fa- uh, parents' neighborhood, excuse me, we were driving in, and a deer, literally, we like I stopped, and he ran, just ran into the side of my car. <laughs> like, we saw him. It's a, t- you know, it's a small neighborhood. We're driving through. You, you don't do more than 20 ever. We're driving up. We see a couple deer. Two of them crossed, and this idiot deer just ran like I was looking at him. Like you said, the vision. He was coming right at my side window, and I stopped, and he ran like into the side of the car, like bounced his head off the car, and then, you know, left a little den. It was an older car, so it wasn't, but did leave a mark and then ran off and found his buddies. So, yeah. Do you think about it every day when you drive in? When I drive it, and there's like I said, there's a wolf I've been seeing. I don't know if it's a wolf in or not. your neighborhood. Uh, no, in on the Taconic. Not on the Taconic. Yeah, I've seen it. I don't know. It could be a koi wolf. I've done some research. What's a koi wolf? It's a combination of a coyote and a wolf. Okay, like a hybrid. But this thing is is you gave me the uh, I mentioned it when I was on with Jerry one time. You gave me that camera for my car. I haven't hooked it up yet. Oh yeah, but I want to. The dash cam. I swear. I've I've seen this thing. Oh, you hit your mic off there. Probably in the last six years, yeah, I've seen the thing like four times. And one time he was like in the middle of the road, and I slowed up as I came up. And I swear to God, he looked at me with his shoulders up, like I'll, like I was like I'll stop. Like I was never so like, and I was for the next five minutes of my drive, I was shaking. <laughs> like what could have happened? Like he's and I'm like he's a wolf in the middle. And that's when I went and talked to Eddie about it. And we looked up a picture. Yeah, and because they're very very big. And then I've seen this thing a couple, like I said, like four times, probably four times over the last six years. But it actually keeps me focused because I look for him look every for morning. Wolf. Yeah, he's like my companion. So I look for him. So then it keeps me. I see, I probably see 30 deer every morning on my way in. Brutal. If you saw this wolf on this. I can't this... believe they haven't come up with something better to right. for that solution. Like netting. something on the cars, netting. Something. Anything. But it would, if you saw this wolf. Yeah dead on the side of the road would you be saddened by that i would you would yeah i'm trying to get a picture of him i have my you know you're like hunting bigfoot yeah it is kind of like that like i said it keeps me engaged in the morning like i literally i have the run of like like 10 miles where i think i might see him and i you know i do 
like 55, 60 through there because there's so many deer, and I just have my head on a swivel. I yeah. recently got pulled over going through. A cop was looking for a DWI, I think. I re- And I wanted to say to the cop, like, I wasn't speeding. I was looking for a wolf. Like, right. I'm not <laughs> – I wasn't – there's Sir, no you're way on I drugs. was speeding. Like, he was like, where are you going? Are you drinking? No. But I'm like, drive wolf. it. I'm like, I, there's no way I was speeding. I don't speed through here because every morning I look for this stupid wolf. And yeah, so. Drunk? No. Wolf no. hunting? Yes. yes. So. You ever hit a domesticated animal? Dog, cat? Uh, no, I don't think so. I've hit squirrels. I hit a snake once. I thought it was a bungee cord. <laughs> that was in my wife's neighborhood. And I got, you talk about getting the heebie-jeebies. I saw it and I couldn't avoid it. And I just thought it was a black bungee cord. And I went over it and then I looked in my rearview mirror and it was a huge black snake and it was in the middle of the road just, and oh, I get wiggling. just thinking about it. Yeah, that was a weird one. I had one time I hit, uh, when I had first started driving, I was driving through not a great neighborhood. And uh, the car in front of me was going slow and he, at the last second, Got out of, you know, swerved on the road, and I ran. I hit a cat. Oh, that's and nice. I looked in my rearview mirror and saw the cat on its back oh. and its legs moving. I was like, "Oh my god, that's someone's pet!" Right? And I was like, "Okay, this is a not a good neighborhood. Am I really going to get out and somebody try to like, reason that with was them. my cat? Hey, by the way, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that was yeah, me with your that's cat. Tough. Then I also thought, was the cat already injured, which is why it was in the middle of the road to and the guy with. swerved. So he swerved and the cat was laying there. So maybe you did. You think you hit it? Did you feel oh, you? Oh, for sure. You hit it. Yeah. Hit it with yeah. the back tire because I, you know, I swerved and yeah. yeah. That's brutal. That's tough, man. And the only other thing I hit, I think I hit a possum. And I must have hit it. You know, how, like soccer players can hit the ball with their head and it gets. They know where to hit it in that part where you don't feel it. Yeah. I must have hit. I was going fast. I must have hit this possum right in the right, like the middle of my tire must have hit the middle of his soft body part. <laughs> he just kept going. It was just like, like it wasn't like a douche. Yeah. It was such a smooth. So there was like, you didn't hit any bones. Nothing. Wow. I don't know how I was the. Did you, but you killed him too. I, he's, yeah, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think about the deer all the time. I'm yeah. constantly looking. Even like I drive in with Jerry. I'll constantly be to Jerry. I see that deer? See no. That? Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, all I'm looking for is deer. Is the eyes. Yeah. yeah. And with my ride, I know it's dark, so I know all the street, like, where all the little street markers or the reflectors are. Yeah. Like, you know, that, no, that's not a, right. oh, no, that's an unusual one. Yeah. it's That's deer eyes. Yeah. Very. Like and I, I, said, was, I don't get how they haven't figured that. Figure it out, people. And I would always hear, like, you like, oh, November to March is deer season. <laughs> it's yes, all year round it's every, now. All, the all time. year round. Yeah. They're always... That's like in the, the the alligator show we watched. Yeah, when they would like kind of the same thing. Like, but when someone has like an alligator removed from their property, and they're like, "Oh, thank God! Now my kids can go out and play." No, they can't. Yeah, like, no, they're always, they're always there. there. The deer are always around. <laughs> always around. Yes. All right, Bobby. That's it for the warm up. No, this is the post. This game. is the post game. Jerry was here for the warm up program. I realized why you guys do why you post this first and then the warm up. Why is it? the warm ups first? Maybe this isn't why, but I think this is a good reason because, in theory, someone could have listened to the warm up already. True. So now they want they don't want to listen. Maybe they do want to listen to it again right. if it was terrific. That's a great but, point. So they this way they don't have to sift through it. Podcast first, and if they hadn't heard the the uh, warm up, that is a good way of thinking. I did not think of that. My okay. thinking was we had been doing the podcast for I think a year or two years prior, and I thought I don't want to annoy the people who. Just want podcast stuff and not sports. Okay, so, so then you we'll add that the first, other... and then A, if you want to. Got the other thing. Hey, yeah. Here, here's more of us. Yeah, and if gotcha. you want to shut it off, 
after this? You Fine. shut it off after there this? There you go. Uh, do you want to do Sia's at the end? Like, we go yeah. really fast. Yeah. Uh, Jerry will not do them. He, uh, was, he always makes me do them. We had yeah. his son oh, do he it does. once. Yeah, he has me do it. Oh, okay. So yeah. I say Sia, Sia, then you say Sia. Okay. All right, the warm-up show is next. Sia! Sia! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, midweek, it's a Wednesday here on The Fan. I got the egomaniac. He wears his own name on his shirt. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I just want people to know who I am. People they, know who you are. When they tune in uh, to the television or the radio program. People that don't know who you are at this point don't want to know who you are. Well, maybe there's a brand new listener today. Some guy's like, what is this WFAN? Let me put this on. His name is Michael. Hi, Michael. Shout out to you. <laughs> Welcome aboard. We've been here 12 years. Not sure what you've been listening to. Jerry, this Noah Syndergaard looked awesome last night. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was very good. You know what I can never figure out? Like, well, I'm watching the game, right? So I know fastballs, and then I know not a fastball. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes the guy will go, oh, that was a slider. And be wrong. And then other times they'll go, that was a curve. Right. That was a change. To me, they're all just not a fastball. Well, there's a big difference, though, between a slider, a curveball, and a changeup. But you know that. They all look like, remember Dwight Gooden, Jerry, in the 80s? He had that high curveball. Yeah. But, yeah. But last night, I'm watching Syndergaard throw a very similar thing, and they go, that slider is Well, if you look at the tonight. speed, he throws the slider at 90 miles an hour, so which is speed. ridiculous. Yeah. And the curveball's a little slower. And then the changeup is just a straight fastball that's slower. You know that. I don't officially know that. I always I find like it interesting... You know, you see where a lot of these guys do the games from. Yeah. Oh, far away. Unless they're the doing it off the monitor. Yeah, that's true. I always like how the ball will pop the glove. Oh, he's outside on the curveball. Meantime, it's 93 miles an hour and flat. What? what? But they'll give you like they, I guess, see it that way. I don't know. Yeah, You also get that in NFL games. When uh, there's like they're a curveballs, no, where there's oh. like a fumble or something, and they're like, mm, I don't know if that ball came out. It's like, look at the, the reason <laughs> at home we see it come out. Sometimes they're not looking at the monitor, yeah, they're, they're looking, looking at, at the monitor on the in the stadium, right? <laughs> you got to watch the TV, you would think so, yes. So, Syndergaard was like ticked off about all these trade rumors. He went out there and just shut it down. He was good, yeah, he was very good until Edwin Diaz came in. Freaking Edwin Diaz, he is just. Did you see the stat they he shot wild. during the game, which I'm sure I'll saw Boomer again in a little while? The Mariners last year, with Diaz as their closer, 66-0 and in games he came in when they had the lead. Really? Now, it doesn't mean he didn't blow a game here or there. Right, because they could have won. They still wound up winning. Like last night, that would have gone as a 1-0 and in that situation. Right. But like they didn't lose one game. And he is, uh, he's lucky they didn't give up the lead last night and just lose it in the ninth. Yeah, so he comes in uh, in the ninth inning, yes, you say? That's when a closer so comes was in, yeah. Seth Lugo in between Syndergaard and right. Edwin Diaz. He was so wild. He hits some dude right in below the nose. Yeah, well, yeah, it actually hit the, sh- it didn't hit him in the face. It hit the shoulder and then glanced and hit the helmet. Well, he was on uh, first base showing, like, that the ball Breezed his mustache area. I guess the replay doesn't look like it did, but okay. That's got to be like fastball off the shoulder, and you feel the breeze go past. You your felt face. the breeze, yep. And then he almost hit two other guys. And I forget who it is now. I have it listed on my sheet that I put your together. Your show sheet. I do. I put together my own show nice. sheet. Yes. Um, whoever I forget who the guy he struck out to end the inning was. The last two pitches almost hit him, and he swung at them. So, yeah, just brutal. And Ron Darling was brutally honest. 
He's like, this is a guy right now who's aiming the ball, and th- these are nervous at bats for him. I did see, I did that's, hear that oof. nervous at bats. Yeah, I mean that's pretty honest and damning too at the same time. And what happened to the Yankees last night? They lost. J J Hap, no hitter. They you didn't, had bet they, on. They didn't. Uh, you know, what? I didn't bet on it. Oh, I couldn't. Okay, I good. couldn't get it. And then Lucky. I didn't have time to look for anything else. So I gave Boomer his money back today. But um, so I saved I him fifteen bucks. How about that? I would just tell him you bet it. You know, Hap wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible. They they didn't didn't do anything offensively. They don't score. No. And Judge had an interesting at bat at one. I forget which one it was, where he was literally angry at himself for missing a pitch that was right down the middle. He's sitting there staring at the ball mark on the bat. So they're just not right right now. They'll be fine. Right. They will be fine. And Trevor Bauer's gone. He went the to the Reds. Why? I don't know. Unless <laughs> the Reds are going to flip him, which I guess is certainly possible. Oh, a flip-flip game. I, I don't know, because when I first saw Bauer was traded, I was like, wow. I'm like, the Yankees must have got him. I said, what? So, yeah. Like they the got Mets. Fran Mill Reyes. So, so far, the two star pitchers have gone to the Mets and the Reds. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, that is weird, wild stuff. Well, maybe the Mets are going to make a run now, aren't they? That's why you can't bury a team in June. And then in that Reds-Pirates game, Jerry, my favorite thing You're a happened. The brouhaha. The brouhaha. Very weird. It all started, like, early on. In the, I actually went back and watched the last three innings. Yeah, it was a couple innings worth of a lot, going uh, on. a lot of yelling back and forth. Yelling back and forth. Then there was uh, the Reds pitcher Amir Garrett. Yes, who's you know where he played college basketball? Amir Garrett. Mm-hmm. He's a Duke guy. <laughs> played at St. John's. Oh, St. John's. He, while on the mound, the coach came out to talk to him. Yeah, and he. Went from the mound and just charged to the Pirates' dugout. There was a lot of chirping last night. And started throwing brouhaha. He threw one punch. Yes, he threw one punch. Did you see David Bell come out, though, screaming at Clint Hurdle? The manager. Yes. I wanted an old man manager You fight. almost got one, but he was being held back. He what? was yelling at Clint Hurdle, and then this guy, I don't know who he is, Kyle Cricks. Kyle who, Cricks. Who I guess was yelling at him. It was pretty wild, actually. And then Puig, who, it's funny because I watched the Pittsburgh feed of this. Um, this morning, and he's being traded during the, the brouhaha. Br- so before the brouhaha takes place, yeah. they're like, well, we're getting reports. Jeff Passan is reporting that Yasiel Puig is on his way to Cleveland. They got to get him out of the game. They got to get him out of the game. Why are they not taking him out of the game? And then Puig loses his mind and gets in the middle of the brawl. It's pretty funny. Uh, why couldn't they just have been all separated and let the two managers fight? Uh, they could have. I don't think that would have gone well from your friend Rob Manfred. Who would have won? Clint Hurdle. Uh, David Bell. David Bell, David really? Bell looks like a raging lunatic, and he's younger, better shape. Have we ever Bell. really seen that where just two managers squared off? I have not seen that. I'm sure it's happened somewhere in the history of baseball because they've been playing baseball for how long, Al? Since, like, the 20s or something. <laughs> Old, long time ago. I bet you it's happened. Black and white photos. I'm sure in minor league baseball it's happened. It's still then, anytime I see a manager kind of getting into it, I always think of uh, 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 Pedro Martinez and Don Zimmer. I know. Yeah. I mean, what a shocking thing that was. That has to be one of the top shocking moments. He charged Pedro like a bull. (laughs) Pedro threw a guy down who was like 80 years old. Yes, he did. And now he's a TV personality. Now he's, right. (laughs) All forgotten. Like, that never comes up on TV where they go, hey, Pedro, remember when you threw <laughs> Let's that? Let's go over this video. <laughs> yeah. Flashback Friday. 
Let's see you throw down Don Zimmer. This day in baseball history. <laughs> yeah, I was Funny. just hoping for the, a manager's fight. And uh, CeeLo had brought up to me, probably wants to do this on his warm-up or his uh, update. <laughs> there are cops on the field when this brouhaha is going down, but I guess cops can't do anything it's in that still situation. It's a baseball right? game. I don't know. I would have handcuffed pe- some guys. Sometimes people will say you can go, you know, charge the guy with assault right. in a hockey game. I don't know why this is any different. Right. The cops should have been arrested. At guys. the end of the day, it's happening on the field. These guys will settle it. And last night, Yasil Puig was arrested at second base <laughs> <laughs> for throwing a haymaker. Right before he was traded to Cleveland. <laughs> He's all cuffed. <laughs> uh, the, in Ohio prison. The Indians have to take him out of jail first right. in order to get him back. It's funny. And then in another brouhaha, Jerry, NASCAR driver Tony Stewart. Is there a video of this? There is video of Ooh, this. Oh, I got to see this. Oh, it's pretty good. NASCAR driver Tony Stewart was at an event. He raced on some really small town racetrack. What he was doing there, I'm not sure. Was it Los Angeles? Not Los Angeles. It was like Missouri or something. And then he was hanging out with fans. Right. You know, signing autographs, being a cool guy. And uh, Heckler kept insulting him. He charged the dude and punched him right in the face. Hmm. Sounds like you are Love it. <laughs> welcome to summer show at Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Right in the right in the kisser. So a couple of brouhaha's last night, Jerry. Not just one in baseball. But, uh, but did that turn one into a in brouhaha or is that just somebody no, punching just, somebody in the face? That was just somebody punching somebody in the face. Were you when you woke up this morning and you saw the highlights of the Reds Pirates yeah. game? Were you were you excited about that? I was. I, and were you excited that one of the stories headlined it with a brouhaha? Yeah, uh, yes, I did see that brouhaha. <laughs> and then I also like that it said lasted five full minutes. I was like, oh, now that is something. I know. There was also three different parts to it. It calmed down. It started up again. It calmed down. It started up again. I also love that the main part, nobody threw at anybody at that point. It was just a guy on the mound charging into the dugout. Pretty much, yeah. Well, but hmm, there was a, there's a lot more to it starting in the seventh inning. When the pitcher throws at Derek, boy, this Derek Dietrich, he's got seven home runs against the Pirates. And I guess Keone Kayla, I think is yes. his name, he throws at his head, essentially. And that's where the chirping really began. And so kind of continued through. And now they have to play a game today. How's that yeah. going to go? Well, this has been like I'm this all season long, though. This is no, I guarantee you the umpires will issue a warning before the game starts. I'm warning you. I'm no warning you. Uh, do you think they're getting a no brouhaha warning? I think they are getting a no brouhaha warning. I'm warning you. I better not see a brouhaha. No bean balls and brouhaha. There better not be a brouhaha here today or you're to, all out of here. Want to take a quick break? All right. Do you have any stories left? I do. All right. So it's not just going to be you venting. All nope. right. So a couple more stories when we come back on the other side. And Boomer joins us at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, welcome back. Mets did win an extra innings last night after Edwin Diaz blew the save. Nobody traded from the Mets yet. The Yankees lost to the Diamondbacks. Trevor Bauer goes to the Reds. Al. I do love the Reds mascot with the mustache yeah. like uh, an old barber. Ever want to go there? To go taking a game at Great American Ballpark? I would Park. go there. You would. They The mascot also looks like the guys in the old days when they would fight. Yeah. Bare knuckle boxing. With the mustaches. The and the long. mustaches. Yeah. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, Jerry, he was uh, very upset at the way. I'll tell you, this Madden, huh? This John Madden game has him, his appearance now and I've, the way he looks I have read, in the game. I've read that the appearance is perfect. Yes. You're, you're an on-the-air personality, Al. I agree to both of those. 
you're right, Jerry. I looked at the side-by-side of real Cliff Kingsbury and John Madden video game Cliff Kingsbury. He thinks he looks like the Walking Dead zombies. I'm like, this looks just like him. Yes, it does. It's a pretty good appearance. He's a handsome guy, too. He's a really handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. And his, his caricature of him in the video game, he looks terrific. So they got it right. And what about this, Jerry? So you got players that are unhappy yeah. with their ratings. Yes. You've got coaches unhappy with their looks. And at the end of the day, everybody's getting rich. I mean, the the, yeah. the people in the video games have always kind of looked a little Herman Munster-ish. Yes, it is a video game. Like the Herman Munster version Baseball of that. has perfected it. Yeah. The Madden one, not quite yet. That's why when they say, oh my gosh, this video game looks so realistic. How much better could it get? You could actually look like people and not Herman Munster. <laughs> well, you, guys, again, you guys know who the, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend MLB, is. MLB, uh, I have seen. I know yeah. she's a hot model. Holly Saunders. Oh, Holly Saunders. She's from the I Golf Channel. I did not know. Oh, yes. Golf Channel. Like, no, I know who she is. I did. Yeah. You know, I thought he was. Hmm, you're I confusing. She was the TV personality. That's what she used to be, but now. now oh, okay. She was with. Um, Eric Castellius. Yeah, Wasn't Castellius, his name? Yeah, I think they're done now. Mm. And well, we're I thinking, hope so if he's with her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Publicly. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're thinking of Sean McVay, I'm thinking da, of. Yeah, exactly. The hot model girlfriend. Yeah, I did not know he was with Holly Saunders. You did not know that. No. <laughs> and what about this? <laughs> Jerry, yeah, how? Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan the, Fitzpatrick, the leader in the clubhouse in the Dolphins quarterback room, well, whatever, over Josh Rosen, who everyone was dying for. Oh, we got to get Josh Rosen. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick's beating him out. That would be great if he's the starting think, quarterback. How much you think Ryan Fitzpatrick has made in his career? Ooh, a lot, a Any lot. Idea? He made a lot with the Jets. I'm going to say idea? he made a hundred million dollars, eighty million dollars. No, fifty nine. Oh. Okay. It's still a lot. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Not bad for a journeyman quarterback. It's the WJN Nissan Yankees Radio Fan.